We should drop that on Valentine's Day because that's when our episode is. That's when the episode is. That's when the Oh, is this our one year anniversary? Our one year anniversary. It's coming up. It's going to be in a month. Anniversary. When my dog was so tiny. So we definitely got to... We definitely got to pick whether or not we're going to like go back to our roots and do EXO episode part two, because you know that was our first episode, Mm. or if we're going to do a different episode. We can figure that out after. But anyway, yes, we are back. The K-pop wind down is back with- Back. What was that? (laughs) Nothing. Yes, exactly. That's what I was trying to do. But we are back. It feels good. We missed you all, you know. It's just life sucks, <laughs> you know. Me and me got the big sick, and then we beat the big sick, and then we were like, we need to record. Yeah. <laughs> and so. You just never know. You yeah. Know? You never know when we could possibly get the, get big, the sick big sick again. again. <laughs> <laughs> you know who has the big sick right now? The same co-worker that gave me the big sick. Yep. And her test kept coming back negative. Mine did too. But like her her symptoms were different from mine. So she was like, I didn't give you the big sick. I said, ma'am, I'm over here dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, but I'm fine. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. That doesn't matter. And now she has the big sick. I don't get it. Anyway. But yeah. So what what was I saying? Yeah. Welcome back to the K-pop one now. Um, it is me, Eden. And I'm here with Ni and Mira, and we are here to talk about Key's most recent album, Bad Love. Bad Love. Bad Love. As you just heard, um, that was Bad Love best that we were listening to. And best EP, well, okay, maybe not best. Top five of 2021. I don't remember any of the releases that came out in 2021 except Sticker. 
I'm not even going to lie to you. You're lying. Okay. No, I'm not even joking because when everybody, when everybody was doing their like, no, listen, when everybody was doing their top 10 of 2021, I was sitting here (laughs) and I was like, whoa, oh, I can't do that. I don't remember the first half of this year. (laughs) Bat love, advice. After oh yeah, school, advice did come up. out this don't after school. Me, did come, don't, don't call, call me, me. Atlantis. Bambi. Yeah, y'all reminded y'all reminded me of everything. Bicycle Next level. Give bicycle. me the bicycle this year. Bicycle was this Sister. year. Was give me, give me this favorite. year. Favorite. Okay. Huh? Favorite. favorite. I remember everything NCT did. Oh, it's just everybody gosh. else. <laughs> All the one hundred and ten songs. Twice released. Um, oh my god! Monster X released four albums last year. I will wow. not lie to you. I did not. I think I listened to a few songs though. I didn't listen to either or. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I fell off with Monster X after a while, so I tried not to stay. Right. They're very talented. Anyway, they are. Key. I still have all their albums leading up to the one where Wanho left. Um, yeah, I have all those. Not physically, just digitally. But it feels like that was so long ago, but it wasn't that it long. It wasn't. Ago. It wasn't. But yeah, so we're t- we're today's episode is going to be a little different episode. We're actually going to just discuss an entire album instead of discussing like different songs from the album. So it's really just going to be like just bad love. I don't know. That sounds try it. like it's- my third time reviewing bad love. What's your third time reviewing bad love? What's your review? Good or bad? Oh, it's come on now. <laughs> I walked around screaming, Bad Love, album of the year. I, I still do. I don't know oh why. Oh my God. I the I way, no, because the thing is, the funniest part about like when Bad Love came out was Mira on Twitter every single day promoting the <laughs> fuck out of that album. She was like, Y'all streaming? Y'all better be streaming. <laughs> posting, posting like the links, posting the polls. I was sitting there, I was like, This is the most I've seen Mira do for It's the most I've ever K-pop done release. for it- anything. Is it true that he first conceptualized this like years ago? Yeah. Yeah. So like, he wanted to do it before, but just the creative direction, you know, he clashed. They told him no. They told him no. When he went to make face, he didn't have like creative control over it. Well, not so much as like the concept. They said, here are the concepts you can choose from. Okay. And he was like, okay. But he picked out the songs himself. Yeah. Yeah. For face and yeah. I wanna be. But as far as like like hologram and bad love, he did the con- the he did the concepts himself. Yeah. Which you could tell because they're both incredibly throwback, like retro inspired. Yeah, for which sure. Which is his like thing that he really. Did. I really like the retro space theme and like. Yes, I loved it. I was like inspiration yeah, of science films, you know, like from like the eighties, <laughs> Like he was giving exactly what needed to be gave. And it is, and it is true what you know, Mira. Um, this this album really feels like key. Like this yeah. is mm. like this is key. Kibum, Kibum. Kibum. How do you say his name? Kibum. Kibum. Yeah. yeah, he just okay. has one of the simplest Kibum. Korean names. I'm sorry. Listen, heard. I don't want to say my name, so, <laughs> so, so I didn't know that, and that's actually that's pretty cool that he was finally able, you know, to 
to create this masterpiece. You it's really what? weird that they didn't let him like pick his concepts because usually with shiny they do. I think well, from what I noticed with SM, just like their pattern is like for solo debuts, they tend to be more heavy handed. The company, All right? You think so? Yeah, I mean, look at it. Feels weird because I feel like it's completely different with EXO. Because yeah, because they Bacon chose you in Village and Bacon the entire yeah he chose all these songs for his for his debut. But his concept, Stay with Kai, yeah, like Kai's whole concept, he said that it was him, oh. and Bacon also said that, and Kyungsu definitely Kyung Su, <laughs> entire concept There's, was him. It was, it was him. completely him. And Suho, the entirety of that album was Suho. Like he wrote it. He like um, you know, had the idea of the of the whole painting thing, and then even the promotion. So I don't know. I, I mean, I, I mean, John yeah. had a maybe hand they were just in his solo debut too. He did. Maybe just, he oh, wrote like all the songs on bass. I'm yeah. Sure. What about Taman? Was did Taman not have control in no. his debut? Well, he was. They young, chose Danger so. for him. Yeah. But it was all. He was also young, and thank you that they did. <laughs> He was 21 when Danger came out, so they chose that for him. But, like, going onward past Danger, that was all Taemin. But Jonghyun has already kind of proven himself. As a songwriter. Yeah. 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 So well, they, maybe they were they just scared. Him. I think if we're being honest, maybe if he really wanted to do this kind, like, does he mean that he wanted to do this retro style back back oh, then? But also, yeah. sorry, bass. Jonghyun wanted. He didn't want. Um, wasn't it? He didn't want the title track to be what it what it was. He wanted it to be something else. So he promoted the title track he wanted it to be as a single and it did way better than the than the title track that SM chose. Uh, I think SM chose crazy and then I think Jonghyun chose Deja Blue. Yeah, that's what it was. Crazy was the one that he 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 promoted crazy Hallelujah and Deja Blue. Yeah, I had heard somewhere that SM was the one who chose crazy, but Jonghyun wanted to choose deja vu which mm. which is why which is why i think deja vu doesn't have like a music a music video music video it's a performance of it's a music video of a performance of deja but then vu. they saw how well deja vu did yeah even as just a single and they're like okay we trust you <laughs> like you know when i i saw this about key do you think it's because he wanted retro music was that it because i i i don't I didn't read I feel like thing. that might have been it because because that might have been Key it. Solo Key Solo was twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the retro. No, but the, I what I read is that he's one like he had this concept like a decade ago. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so I think he said since two thousand ten. So yeah. like I don't think maybe you guys maybe SM was like that shit will not. <laughs> the retro boom will with, not fly. It happened with the back. Like with this, with, like with like how K-pop was moving in 2018, the retro boom didn't come back until like 2020. Yeah, well, part I mean, of me also feels like that was kind of him too, mm-hmm. because I know he could have debuted earlier, but he chose not to. He said why? he wasn't ready yet. Okay, interesting. He didn't feel ready, so he didn't. Interesting. 
So I think maybe to for him to feel more comfortable, more comfortable. with debuting as a soloist, he mm-hmm. let them pick yeah. the concepts and he would choose between the one that he liked the best. Yeah. And I mean But that's my theory. It's not Yeah, like- and you're right. And honestly, those songs and 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 his his first album, you know, he debuted to me. I, I really liked it. And that album It's fantastic. It's fantastic. And you know, he did a good job. So and I mean, I'm not I saying just, that because I'm a locket. I'm a locket because his music's fantastic. Does that make sense? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I, you know, Key has always been my, I guess, bias in Shiny. Um, I love them all. Um, and he definitely is the first, you know, one that caught my attention and everything. But I remember listening to that, you know, to his debut. And I was just like, this is so good. But I, I would, I never really thought of him having a, a uh, a, like a solo debut for some reason like I to me I just didn't see it happening more because not because he's not talented but it just felt like it had been so long for shiny you know what I mean like it and then all of a sudden he just came out I was like oh my god yes I I, I was waiting <laughs> for this this whole time yeah he's very I don't want to say underrated he's um I can't think of the word right now, but people don't really pay him mind a lot of the time, which is why I go so hard to like push his solo stuff because a lot of people don't consider him like they don't look at him and think, oh, he's going to make a great soloist or, oh, let me go check out Key's music because they're kind of, I don't know why. Like, I don't I'm know why personality i I don't know like what it is but like people (sighs) he's kind of always been like less popular really well i guess yeah it's so interesting to me because he just i don't know he seems like he's a really popular member he would seem so but he's not but as far as like when you look at like i'm not the kind of person to be like oh my god they're they're their solo cam didn't get as many views, da da da. But like, if you do look at that stuff, if you look at their searches, if you look at their views of their fan cams and stuff, Key is definitely the one that is less looked for. That is insane to me. Mm-hmm. He gave a whole speech on it, actually. <laughs> he he did like a speech where he talked about why, like how it bothered him for a long time. And then he realized, like, he can take his strengths and accept himself for who he is and promote himself and himself as an idol Mm. together. And people will just have to take it or leave it. Yep. I appreciate appreciate him for being himself always. He called himself a chicken surrounded by swans. That is uh, so fucking funny. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I realized... Maybe I'm not a swan. Maybe I'm a chicken. And that's okay. <laughs> you are a swan. <laughs> that's funny. I love that, man. That is so funny. Chickens don't swim. But a lot of people, they don't look at Key and dog. they're like, wow, he's like, because I think because Shiny has so much star power, you have like the vocals and the dancing and then you have like Tame is considered like the king of dance and K-pop and then people don't really pay the other members that much mind because Taemin is there <laughs> like but, or yeah, Jonghyun is there debuted, with his vocals yeah, and, and they also debuted a soloist 
way back. Yeah. So they've been in the scene for so long. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think, I think this was a, this this whole album though. Um, pro- put key up there, you know. Yeah, a lot of people um, noticed on Stan Twitter started paying more attention to him when Bad Love came out. That's why I promoted this album so hard because I was like, listen, give him a chance. Go watch the music video. Go listen to the album. This man is incredible, but you need to go check him out. Like, don't discount him. Go see what he's got to give. And people mm-hmm. like, I've had people go listen to Face or like now Bad Love, and people are like, holy shit, like he's great. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. N M E, which is a new musical express, a British music, film, and culture website and brand. Anyways, um, Abby Webster said it gave it it gave the album five stars and said is at its best when it leans into the strangeness and vast possibility presented by its 20th century inspirations. And she named the title track as a particular highlight, stating that it set the bar astronomically, unreachably high. And it's absolutely true. It's true. I had it on repeat. I listened to it so much. Like, it went from not being on my top 100 of 2021 for Apple Music to being in the top 20. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, do I really listen to this one that much? I really like the retro me- mood and the synth sound and the yeah, that's definitely something that like I really like enjoyed. It was giving Prince. I didn't want to say this before we got to a specific song on the album, but it was giving Prince. <laughs> Actually, you knew exactly what song I was talking. Listen, about. <laughs> we covered Bad Love on a shiny print already, and oh, we've no. we've already made the Prince parallels and <laughs> all of that. So don't, don't feel uncomfortable. Just say how you feel. Um, Kenzie wrote it, of course. Of course. Queen and then queen. Adrian. Come, oh, and Adrian was a producer? Mm. Yeah. Okay. If the, if the, I've determined that if the song sounds like it's for black people. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I can't. <laughs> then either... Dim joints or Adrian McKinnon is what I want to say something, and this is gonna. And honestly, this has nothing against songs that are not this way. But I always find it um, incredible when a song sounds that good, and it's like you know, pro- pro- production wise, and it's only one songwriter and two producers, like Kenzie, Kenzie, and Ad- and Adrian. You know what I mean? Like just. Yeah. I'm not saying that songs that have a lot of producers and writers are not good because that's not true. But it's just crazy to me that they could do this song and it's just literally just them. (laughs) Plus Key, obviously. Kenzie and Adrian McKinnon together are a fucking powerhouse. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Agree. You know who, you know, because remember when we were talking like earlier, about like people we want to talk to Mm. i want i'm gonna ask him about him interpolating kirk franklin on damn miracle (laughs) i'm gonna ask him about it i'm gonna be like all right so listen all right 
Kirk Franklin. <laughs> you're gonna be like, yeah, you're be like, you're a freaking genius. But no, um, those two together, mm-hmm. just insane. But yeah, bad like, love. love. So this next song, okay, it's a color. Oh yeah, <laughs> Mira, how do you feel about this next song? I like, I like it. I don't listen to uh, Yellow Tape that much, so I can't really like express my feelings about it. I do like it. I enjoyed the entire album. I'm going to put a disclaimer out for that. There's literally just two songs from the uh, album that my brain decided to hype. Well, three songs, but I skip a certain person's part um, every single time. Uh, but my brain just decided to hyperfixate on those three songs specifically, so I don't listen to anything else. Interesting. Autism. What's yellow tape about? Well, should we play it before? Yeah, let's play it. And then we can do the thing where we talk about lyrics. Borderline you placed in your dark heart. You're so lonely, lonely, lonely. I see it through the pitch darkness. Are you okay? You took my thing, okay? Okay. You said you listen, because you know how Nee usually comes in with the lyrics. I was gonna do it since Nee wanted to go to the next song and say it before I did. So So that's what we're gonna do. We're going to be petty. We're going to argue like siblings. <laughs> Before we start arguing, I just want to point <laughs> out that I just realized literally a minute ago mm-hmm. that the song is called Yellow Tape because it's yellow cautionary tape. What's it called? Caution tape. Caution tape. Okay. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of the song or in the whole song, I actually just hear it in the beginning. There's sirens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> so yeah that's all that's all you're so lonely 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 that's lonely. lyrics of the song oh. the moment you cross this line you'll see it in your mind covering up in a mess maybe so excited reviving my curiosity <clears throat> even more come in interesting interesting the no. night I engraved you, who ruins myself, that leads me a little deeper. What? He's a, he's a hoe. I can't, <laughs> I can't breathe without you. He's a hoe. <laughs> interesting. This is a very interesting um, song and, and title for it. I like how it, it is. It's very, very, very 80s like very 80s like Mm. like it's giving like i can see the 360p music video (laughs) of him speeding down a highway in a car (laughs) um 
like singing the song. So basically, and, lights by the weekend. Blind yes. lights. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> like I can see it, but it's got to be in 360p, not 144. 360. We're in 20. We're in 2022. Those visa videos are now in like 360p. Good remastered. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I, I mentioned while we were listening to the song that I love that like key really like dove deep into a er- like a decade in an era of music that he was not born in. <laughs> I always love that for him. Yeah, he's definitely. I definitely would love to like sit and talk like music, like just give each other music recommendations. Somebody like listen to this. He'd be like, "I right, listen to this." <laughs> <laughs> I think I see what you mean with um, I'm going back to maybe you don't listen to the song that much. It definitely doesn't 100% stand out as much as other songs in the album, but it's still a really good album. Yeah, it's still and I, and it's still sorry, it's still a really good song. Yeah, no, um, it's a great. It's song. just very repetitive. Yeah, it is. Yes, that that's that's that was my I, second thing. I also thought it was a little bit repetitive. I think. That's why my brain didn't like hone in on it like it did Bad Love, Helium, and um, Hate That. Because, well, Hate That's just like a genre of music that I really enjoy. Helium is also a genre of music that I really enjoy. But like it also just like, I, I don't know, like th- that song, because he's like, he's like half whispering. It tickles my brain. Oh, I do I like the next song. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> Mom! <laughs> We're not moving on yet anyway. My God. Make her stop. <laughs> oh, She's my her. God. Why don't you guys do it together? No. Three, two, no. one. No. The next song. No. My dog is waking up. Okay. I actually, I didn't, I didn't even talk about bad love. You didn't? No. Okay. Oh, no. no, it's okay. I mean, it. I, you know. Yeah, I love it. I love this album. I love everything about this album. I have I have nothing bad to say about anything. Understood. 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 But uh-huh. yeah. So this next song. <laughs> if y'all could see the face I made when I said it. <laughs> like if this was a Zoom call and my camera worked. You would have seen me look directly into the camera and say it. <laughs> it looks could kill. <laughs> so this next song, I like this song a lot. It, 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 I just, I really enjoy it. I skip a part of it and then I listen to the rest of the song. <laughs> okay. I don't oh like her. <laughs> so you skip like half the song? <laughs> yes. You're funny. <laughs> Oh, I don't. Man. I don't like. I understand. I get it. Okay. <laughs> but like, I have. But like, I have listened to the and so on. Swans, swans. Listen, 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 listen. Songs don't come for me. I have valid reasons to not like her. Leave me alone. Um. Secondly, I have listened to this song all the way through. I really do like it. I really hated how they did her hair at the concert why they have her looking like cindy lou who i don't know why they set her up 
If they wanted to do something cute, they could have gave her a little ponytail. Well, she had bangs. Who? From the Grinch. Oh, from the Grinch. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> guys, don't give this link to anybody else because it's my personal drive. Okay, thank you. But um, but uh, yeah, you know, I they could have gave her a nice little high pony, give like you know with the because she had bangs, so you know it would have worked if they gave her a little high pony. No, are we recording still? Oh yeah, recording still. (laughs) I thought we were just listening to the song. Oh, that's my Spotify playing. (laughs) (laughs) Not your spoofy interrupting. (laughs) Well, we should definitely play this song eventually. Yeah. So this next song, um, I like it. Call it "Hate That," featuring. It's Cindy Lou Who. Cindy Lou Who. It's Major and Cindy Lou Who. My good sis. None. <laughs> <laughs> was my number one most listened to song of 2021 on, on my Spotify rap. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, this was my first comeback with Key as a soloist because I was I was into K-pop when he debuted, but I wasn't into Shiny yet. So this is oh. my first Key um come back as a soloist so of course i was gonna hype it but also it was really good but they dropped hate that as a single so i hyped the fuck out of this song and i listened to it non-stop to the point that i apparently listened to it more than i even listened to bad love like wow (laughs) yeah i um i listen to bad love more than i listen to hate that hate that made it on my top 100 yeah, Even- this was my number one most listened to song of 2021. Plus, I just really, really, I really like this song. And I know that there's certain parts that you don't enjoy, but I think that he couldn't have picked anyone better. Oh, no. He yeah. picked the perfect person. Yeah. They're, and they're I think she, they yeah. sound great together. They sound I think I, I agree. I agree with that. I was, was low-key really scared because I know, because uh, Taman did that song with Wendy and I was like, okay, I think they're doing the F Velvet thing again. I mean, not the F Velvet thing, the shiny Velvet <sighs> thing again. Um, And they're having Red Velvet members come on songs and like feature on songs and now i'm kind of scared mm. because not everybody can mesh with every member of shiny mm. like i wouldn't expect them to put onu with dagon joy um Taman and sulgi worked out that was cute and i, I don't listen to the one with wendy i don't no i don't either i don't i didn't i never i didn't like that song anyway um but 
I had really high hopes for this song just because hate that Taman dropped "If I Could oh, Tell yeah. You" featuring Taeyeon, right. and I freaking love that song. Yeah, the one thing about Miss Thang, I'm just gonna call her Miss Thang. It's gonna, <laughs> probably gonna piss people off. <laughs> I don't care. Um, the one thing about Miss Thang is that she, like, like I said before, we, I don't know if I said this during the song or if I said this uh, before the song, but that thing, that girl can sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That girl got a voice on it. It's true. <laughs> I also think she. Um, I I don't listen to her that much, but I I I do listen when I do listen to her. Um, she has a lot of collaborations, mm-hmm. and with a lot of different male artists. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know how she does it, and maybe it's because she's just a really good singer. But she it fits like a, all mm-hmm. a lot of the songs fit with her voice, and she knows how to like like harmonize with these mm-hmm. men and like just sound really good and like i think that's what happened in the song too like they really you know like they re- when i first heard that it was gonna be both of them i, I was like makes sense because they're like besties but mm-hmm. then the other part of mm-hmm. me was like i don't i don't know like because she's more of like i, I don't know like she's a songs, yeah and like I don't know about music or, or, or vocal stuff, but you guys do. But her songs are like more like a hierarchy. I don't know. Like she's she, more like she she, she because she is a soprano, her and Key worked out really well. Yeah. Key's a baritone. Yeah. And like when you're looking at the voice parts for male and female, like the basic, basic voice parts, you have soprano alto for women, and then you have tenor baritone for men baritones tend to sing the harmonies mm-hmm. with the tenors. The tenors usually sing the melodies, whereas sopranos usually sing the melodies and alto sing the harmonies. So bringing in a soprano and a baritone, it's it works because of their voice parts. Yeah. And then Taeyeon also just has like, her range isn't really into like her, she has like, she's, utilized her lower register and i've heard it because if you listen to like something new or even um four seasons or uh i got love like songs like that like those songs really like she explores her lower register but a lot of times her she just uses her higher register Mm -hmm. and then same with key (laughs) to not necessarily his higher register but he has a he has a good range too Key is one of, in no, in, no. From my point of view, a musicality point of view, Key has one of the best falsettos. Yes, here's a good in the already. industry. Yes, just where his bare his basic vocal range is, his falsetto is astronomical. Absolutely, just, it's like it's insane to me. Thing, one of the things I really, really love about this song is how it starts. It sounds like you're underwater. Mm. Like, Ooh. and then, like, you feel like you're underwater. Person. The way the instrumental is muted. And then, like, the, you can hear, like, the vocals kind of, like, through, like, far away, like, through something. So it's really weird. It's, like, coming out from being underwater when it opens up. And I really like that about this song. <laughs> also, I wanted to mention that Charlie Puth's brother produced this song. And he 
was very excited to tell everybody about it. He was like, Charlie Puth's brother mm-hmm. produced this song. Like, he told everybody he could. <laughs> that is funny. Like, that how that is so funny. <laughs> it kind of sounds like a Charlie Puth He's song, but better. So um, I'm yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm it kidding. Does. I'm kidding. Damn. I'm kidding. I'm being mean. Um, uh, I like it. I, it's interesting though. Like in it's, I didn't. It it doesn't um mess with the flow of the album, but I did read a few in a few places. Like I don't remember which who it was that was like, oh, the song. It's not bad, but it like it's like it doesn't make sense where it's placed. Like. Because it's placed in between two songs that are like dance pop and like kind of retro, and then there's this song in the middle. Um, I don't know. I think it make. I think it it's a good placement. You know, it's just kind of like a nice cool down and then back up. <laughs> you know. Okay, I said this on the shiny print when we covered Bad Love, but I personally, I don't mind that it's on the album, but I would. I think it would have been better off being a single, like a station. Because it definitely, it, it really yeah. just it doesn't, doesn't fit, fit the concept yeah. of yeah. the album. It's the only song it, that really stands right. out because everything else is retro. And then there's this song, which is it's like. It's like a, what's it called? Like a, um, when there's like intermission. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> like it would, I think it would have been much better if the song was released separately as a single single, but I don't mind it in the album either like it it still fits because it's still it's so mild and it's so like Mm -hmm. chill that you're like okay I mean I can vibe to this yeah and then back up it definitely doesn't fit the concept so yeah so this next song y'all gonna love it y'all gonna love this song it is a great song you gonna feel the vibes um, the very Prince vibes, very Purple Rain, very about to try and list Prince albums off the top of my head without having to go to Apple Music. <laughs> it's not working. I can't think of another one. <laughs> but my, uh, one of my friends specifically compared it to Purple Rain. So here's Helium. I love that song. You know what I would love? I would love a remix of this with Janelle Monae. Wow. What song? That's a, that's a, I like that. I like that idea. Okay. Yeah, I like that idea. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> why are you gonna do a mashup? Janelle Monet will buy it. I was gonna do a mashup. That's why I was like, what song? I will figure it out. I will Judy Jetson, take me up to space and let's get down and dizzy faced. I would suffocate if I let you go. You're the reason I can breathe. Mind you, the song is fully in English. Yes. <laughs> so, first, so yeah. I, when I first heard it, I was like, wait, this song is in English. And then like when I listened to it some more and I was actually listening to the lyrics, I was like, <gasps> oh my God. When he performed this at the concert, I I don't I don't blush often. <laughs> but I blushed. I have a question. What? Is Judy Jetson from The Jetsons? The Jetsons? Okay, cool. Just making sure. <laughs> Listen. She's the, um, she's in the Spanish, daughter. the Jetsons are Los Supersonicos. So I had to like do some brain surging. Oh. But I figured. Is their last name Supersonico? No, it's still the Jetsons. Okay. But for some reason, they call it Supersonicos. It's a weird, it's, yeah, it's weird. That's so interesting. That's interesting. Anyways, uh, this is a great song. It's so refreshing to listen to. I don't know if that makes sense, but it makes sense for me. It, it does make sense. It makes sense. Yeah. I, I, when I listen to it, it tickles my brain. I'm just like, uh, when he does the breathing part, I'm like, ooh, Brangle Burr. <laughs> <laughs> When he performed it, I was like, is this bad love? <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh. I was oh like, oh, yeah. And I did the, um, you still think we can, <laughs> with the moaning, and I was like, you still think we can what? You think, you think we can what, Kimo? <laughs> what are you trying to say? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I blushed so hard. I was like, what is this? Like, this song is so dirty. I didn't realize that it was in English the first time I listened to it because I was just expecting it not to be in English. I didn't know it was supposed to be in English. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, oh, this is K-pop. Yeah. And then later, I listened to it again. I was just like, wait. Wait a minute. <laughs> I understand this. I literally, when I listen to songs, like K-pop songs, and then they end up being in English, I sit there and I'm like, pause. They're was, right. that a random, was that a random English le- lyric? Or is the song in English? Starts the song over. Actually listens. And I'm like, the song's in English. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really good. I was looking at the songwriters and the producers, and they they seemed like they produced a lot of really good pop songs, like American mm-hmm. pop songs. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them produced Halo. Or wrote Halo. Beyonce's Halo. Halo. And a bunch of like Demi and Britney. He produced Everybody Halo. by Britney Spears. I love that song. I think, I Ready or not, here I go. English before it was even released. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they, they announced that the song was going to be in English before it was released. I, they did. They probably did. I just didn't. Pay attention to that. You know, like, I didn't know. An hour and 27 minutes, make a wish. It's, it's angel numbers. Oh, my God. <laughs> and citizens have determined 127 is a is an angel number, so. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, no, they did. They said that helium was going to be in English. Um, yeah. I think when like they posted about the songs themselves. It's out- absolutely outrageous to me how this, for the first chorus and the first verse of this song are just straight vol- falsetto. Straight falsetto. And yes. then just goes straight into, hey love, what up? And I'm like, Pardon? Right? Pardon you? Me? <laughs> Can you move? What the f- and then he goes right back into it. Just uh, right back into the falta. Fal- right back into the falta. Like, how dare you? Oh my god! You know what I was gonna say about bad love? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that was like an hour ago. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I like I said, I didn't get a chance to talk about bad love because I got so distracted by everything else. That Go ahead. Bad love, but Go ahead. um. That did you guys see that uh that Gaio performance that he did? Um, and it was like helium and bad love or bad the one with the head. red hood. Mm, yes. Yes. Yeah, and then he added that part at the end of Bad Love that apparently. So what I had heard from someone who heard it from like a K Shawl, but like that was a part of the song that he had written for the song, but they did not decide to put it in the the final um mix um and i thought like every time i hear it now i just like want to hear that part like i would i would love to hear like an extended mix of that song released with that part added on to it because it was so freaking good but yeah yeah all right i didn't know that yeah literally everybody was posting it um, and I was like, okay, let me go watch this performance. And then I was like, yeah, I need that, like, in my life, like, right now, ASAP, no Rocky, put it, put it in my- Did you just say ASAP, no, no. <laughs> ASAP, no Rocky? ASAP, no Rocky? Is that ASAP, what you just no said? Rocky. I, ASAP, no I Rocky. I can't, I cannot believe this, that is so funny. <laughs> oh. Everyone, I say that so often and every single time someone's like what the fuck did you just say <laughs> like, that's really funny but I give that to you <laughs> but yeah no I um I said <laughs> sorry that's my credit card my Amazon gift card my, uh, not Amazon gift card Amazon credit card come on thank you so much it's made of it's made of aluminum <laughs> it's a metal card so you know it got money on it it don't do the ping pong. Anyway, um, so this next song. Give me a second. Give me a second. Give me a second. So this next song. So this next song, um, is what to what will be at the end of this week. And what would have been yesterday? Today is Wednesday. No, yesterday. When we release this, no? Don't we usually release this on... Oh, yeah, we released on Sunday. So, yeah, it would have been yesterday. <laughs> Last night. <laughs> Last night. We're recording this on a Wednesday. <laughs> but, yeah. So this, this is live. Wednesday. This is live. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, um, yes, this would have... Yeah, right. Right, we do these live. Yeah, they're live. Anyway, um, yeah, this would have been last night. That's what the title of this next song is. So put put two and two together. If today is Sunday, then what was last night? All right. 
play the song, me. I wasn't really paying attention because Saturday Day is probably one of my least favorite songs on What? Really? Yeah, me too. I yeah. like it. I think it's cute. Oh, it's cute. It's not that it's bad. It's just I I didn't really like. It's very it's it's boring. Really? The sun had to grow on me. Yeah. It's it still hasn't. I just I. And then again, sometimes I like those kinds of songs, the cute songs like that. There's and one I song on Twice album that's called Candy, Candy something. He wrote the song. <laughs> yeah, that's why I feel bad, mainly. But like, yeah, I just like I don't know. It, I just I kind of like I listened to it and I was like I don't. I'm kind of bored. Mm. When I listened to it the first few times, I was like, oh, no, the first time I listened to it, I was like, I don't know if I really like this song. And then the chorus came in. I was like, oh, I like this. And then the chorus is really good. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I like the verses, but I really like the chorus. And then after listening to it enough times, I was like, this is cute little bop. Okay. And it was stuck in my head all the fucking time. Out of all the songs on the album, this song was constantly stuck in my head. So I don't know, like I would just walk around like I don't think I can dance, <laughs> and so I was like I just resigned myself to the fact that I enjoy it, but it's not my favorite on the album. Ooh, I I had something that I wanted to say during hate that, and I didn't say it. Oh, say it. I so when I was watching the um the uh the the concert and they were performing it yeah uh, I was on the phone with my friend and I was like it's giving Neo and Rihanna shut the fuck up <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> <laughs> the fake I hate that I hate that that laugh was so fake mine that was so that's actually sad. my laugh you've heard my laugh my <laughs> laugh goes from a lot of different types of laughs and then it's like and then you and then you, laugh, you laugh at me and make fun of me when I do that, but then when I laugh, my laugh I laugh different ways. You're so cute. I can't take it. At least I don't love like Pekyon. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I love you. Or, <laughs> He's annoying. Who is that? Pekyon. Oh, and his fake laugh. <laughs> That's or freaking or freaking Mark who goes. <laughs> oh my god! This now is I just thought of like Minho's laugh, Minho's friggin' You got a third of clapping in there. Oh, it's so funny because him and Kai have very similar kind of laugh. 
Would they both have deep ass voices? They cackle. They both cackle. Like they they all have such a high pitch laugh. (laughs) Like I'm sitting here, I'm like, what is happening right now? (laughs) Like when they laugh, I'm like, was it that funny? Or do you just naturally cackle? When they laugh, you can't help but to laugh with them. Like, no, because you that's how you know it's funny. If they laugh. It's funny. I don't know if I want to laugh next to Chenyeol because that would be fucking kicked in the ass. Like, he just slaps the people, the person that's next to him when he laughs. Like, like, beating the shit out of folks. Yeah, like, beating the shit out of them. And then then he falls to the ground and then he, like, starts punching the ground. I'm like, you're just like, are you good? Like, violence. Why are you so aggressive? Like, hello. Anyways. Yeah, let's let's Are we done talking about Saturday night? No, 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 wait. I read that the song, (laughs) that the lyrics are sad. Um, even with the retrovise, but like the the lyrics apparently are like sad, and I didn't know that. I wouldn't have thought that because the song doesn't make me sad. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know a lot of songs are like that, but I'm just it's saying, like, a like breakup song. Yeah, it's yeah. a breakup song. I feel yeah. like I feel like that's a um. I, every time I see like I read lyrics of a song and it's a, a beat, and then it's um. It and then like the lyrics are just sad as shit. I'm like, that's an F shiny thing. That's an FX. It's true. I was thing. gonna say it's very FX <laughs> and very shiny. So this last song, so cute. It's sad, but cute. <laughs> it's sad, but cute. I would not describe this song as cute. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> no, I wouldn't like either. Oh my god! This song makes me like cry sometimes. I know. Like... It's just cute that he, you know, wrote a song to his eighteen-year-old self. I just thought it was cute. It's so cute. It's Aww. so cute, but it's also sad. It's yeah. about it's okay to fail. Like when you think about it, eighteen. And you're year anxious old, and eighteen-year-old Key was. He was in Shiny when he was 18. Yep. Yeah. 18, 18, 18 year old Key was doing Shiny. Cause, um, early, early Shiny. Early right. Shiny. They so, didn't know if they were going to succeed yet. And they yeah. were just confused. And, and even, and even then, like, you know, you're sitting there and you're like, with the amount, and like during the time, they had already started like picking up like pace and stuff like that because you Wait, know replay and all in that. korean age he was 18 when they debuted <gasps> he was i because think that's what this was really this is about like so this is debut key yeah like so he was uh, talking it about, says a lot if you look at the lyrics like yeah. like the person that he was talking to and you look at where he was in, in life at that time and it's like okay i get it Yeah, but um, yeah, especially like, especially like you know, he debuted like, I'm not gonna say early two thousands, but like late two thousands mm-hmm. before the twenty tens, and K pop back then was completely different, especially like, you know, with like management and things like that, yeah. and they were different like, world. Like, like, literally, you look at things now, like, as a second gen stan who came in during second gen, and it's, it's just, it's 
everything's completely different which is why that which is one of the main reasons why i sit there and i'm like y'all complain about the stupidest shit like on twitter like uh go ahead like debut era shiny in general like when i listen to replay or like watch the music video and stuff or like think about how their their first stages and everything and how like most idols when they debut like they are very confident and they're very like already very like established as idols almost Mm -hmm. but like looking at debut era shiny like you're looking at them and they're they look like nervous kids yeah like they have the big like doe eyes like oh my god like are we gonna do okay like are people gonna like us like you could see it on their faces yeah and it's like looking at debut era shiny it's so interesting to me because you see like these five kids like just hoping to make it and and you know I guess we can get into what I guess I can say what I want to say after actually no I'm saying now because I'll forget um and you know you look at you look at how like idols are debuting now a lot of them have pre-debut projects so they're getting used to being on stage and they're like you know they're getting used to like you know performing in front of people and then sometimes they come on and they have (laughs) fans and like you know shiny did have their moments where they would be at like different events and stuff like that you know if you've seen like videos of pre-debut jonghyun um you know like even with uh when victoria when they did the behind the scenes for a replay they had like how many days until fx's debut um under her name like they put her name and then they put how many days until fx's debut there's a video of jonghyun he was talking he sounds so small because he was but he sounds so little and um he was introducing himself at an event and it had his name and it had how many days until shiny's debut and but that's about it you didn't really get the amount of exposure that idols have like the amount of exposure that fourth gen and even like some third gen idols have Hmm. like had before they debuted second gen didn't really have all that fx when they debuted they had victoria and crystal being in shiny music videos Hmm. that was it and crystal was in a shiny music video and then a year later fx debuted and it's the same with um you know she was in Juliet, and then uh, Victoria. Everybody knows Victoria was in Replay, and so, Minho yeah. was in an SNST music video. He was. He was in um, G. G. Yeah. Yeah, G, which was two thousand nine. So he was already there. But that mm-hmm. was. But they were still rookies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Shiny was Shiny was getting popular, but that was still like really early. the only early exposure they got. You know. I miss when SM would do that, when they would just have, like, people from other groups be, like, characters in music videos. I need them to do that again. Well, they probably won't, because fans are crazy. Stop being crazy. (laughs) Yeah, like, how the girls were all upset about Karina being in Timmons' want music video. And she was just a trainee! (laughs) Like, she could have been a random dancer, who knows? But nah, y'all just had to go figure out who the fuck she was. Anyway. But yeah. So uh this last song is 18. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like you a know nice the conversation with his self. You know how some like you know some schools will do the thing where you write a letter to yourself in 10 years like when you're in elementary school, middle school. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they do it in high school. That's what I feel Kibon's letter to himself in 10 years is. Hmm. You know? You think so? I was thinking you know how they did that trend on TikTok last year where you're like, if I could tell myself something from when I was what in such and such an age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one where it was like where everyone was like, Oh my god, you're me. And they mm-hmm. and they were like, Yeah, I'm you. What? Yeah. Uh, there were like three trends that were like that. And every single one of them were sad as shit. Yeah. Like, I can't watch any of them because they get so like <sighs> that's how yeah, I feel and, when and I listen to this song you think, because I'm like yeah and then it makes you think like so what am I gonna so what do I want to tell my 18 year old self and then it's like a bunch of shit and then I get sad well let's get sad I almost did that trend I didn't do it because I broke down crying in the middle of it because I was like shit yeah <laughs> but um I'll start with me. Oh my, what, me? Yeah, you, me. What would you tell your 18-year-old self? Um, what if I cry? I'm kidding. Oh, Don't cry. No, I'm kidding. I mean, if you cry, we'll comfort you. Um, I, I feel like a lot of things. Um, trust more in yourself, you know? Like, you don't suck. Because I just always thought that I, everything I did was just bad. And that's not true. Like I look back and I'm like, dude, you were, you were okay. Like all the things you were doing were fine. Like you were fine. Um, have more self-esteem for sure. Um, and I had, you know, I went through a really bad eating disorder. So I guess I would tell myself to not. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how I would tell myself that, but it would be just more, I don't know. Like, it's okay. Like you're fine. You're pretty. I don't know. Um, and I also had just moved to a new country. Oh, wow. So yeah. I would just tell myself to just keep going, you know, and that that it's okay to miss, you know, things from your country, but don't let it. Because it kind of did stop me to, from doing a lot of things, and it made me really sad for a few years, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess I will tell myself to not be sad. But... It's just a lot of things. But then again, I think about it and it's like, you're a teenager. So I feel right. like when you're a teenager, everything just 
all the emotions are like times 400 like you just especially feel, when you're 18 yeah you feel so many things and you're you're 18 you graduated high school and then you're like what the fuck am i gonna do with my life is this what i really have to study i don't know i went to college and some classes were like made no sense to me but then i was just like this is what i'm supposed to do <laughs> i don't know it's crazy i think i would tell my 18 year old self uh first i would slap the shit out of my 18 year old self because oh the God. person i was when i was 18 was absolutely horrid like no when i tell you you know how i fight pick me's now <laughs> i was one of them <laughs> Like, I look back on, like, everything, because, like, during 2020, I had a moment where, like, everything that I have repressed decided to come back, and then so I went through a massive uh, depressive episode because of it, because I was like, what the fuck? I'm not even that person anymore. Mm. Like, Mm. and so I I had an existential crisis, because I'm like, who am I? (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah, I've been there. So, yeah, so I, I first off, I would slap the shit out of myself, and I'd be like, calm down. Calm down. (laughs) And then, um, I would calm down is a good one. Calm down uh, is a good one. Uh, I would, what's that supposed to be? No, that it's a good, like, I feel like sometimes we do have to kind of calm down, you know what I mean? Like, just oh, yeah, kind of like take a step back, um, and breathe. And I don't know, yeah. I just didn't know how to do that back. I still don't, <laughs> yeah. Um, it would help. When I was 18, 18 was the age that I was when I came out as asexual. So this was 2015. So I was freshly graduated when I turned 18. Like mm-hmm. I, I graduated June 13th, 2015 and turned 18 June 24th, 2015. Mm. So um, I'd be like, I would, I would literally explain and be like, I really need you to think on whether or not you want to go to college or not and don't say it's because your mom wants you to go to college hmm. and then I would literally just like gesture because I know where I was living I would gesture to the entire house and be like you're gonna get out of here and you're not gonna go back hmm. and you're gonna be okay that's true and when you turn 19 or no 20 when you turn 20 don't look at yourself first off when you turn 19 don't work at chick-fil-a but if you still end up working at chick-fil-a <laughs> I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry that's don't, funny don't do it i can't don't work at chick-fil-a oh my god but if you still end up working at chick-fil-a don't eat the food if you still end up eating the food don't look in the mirror because oh that's god. gonna fuck you up for a very long time and it still fucks you up to this day don't look at the mirror that three month period where you didn't eat don't do that shit (laughs) don't do that you're gonna drop if you decide to go to college i'm telling you right now drop out (laughs) yeah (laughs) you were happier when you dropped out don't do it don't do the things that you're doing now for your mom's sake oh my god do it for your sake yes Because that's literally all the way up until I was 21 years old. I was doing everything for my mom's sake. Or not 21, 20. The day that I went over to her, she was on the phone when I did it. And we were were already talking about it. So I don't know why she even reacted the way that she did. But we were at my grandma's house. I walked up to her. 
um, from my room because I got a room in my grandma's house because I'm the favorite. I got a room. I've been here the longest. I get a room. So um, I went, I, I literally was like sitting in my bed in my grandma's house watching um, cartoons and uh, playing games on my laptop. And I was like, shit. Cause I also was like looking over like my stuff and seeing if I passed my classes mm. and I looked and I failed one of them because I missed a really major like paper, but I wasn't going to finish it by the time I needed to finish it. And I asked her for an extension. She said, no, I said, I'm not doing it. She was like, you're going to fail. I said, whatever. I'm not doing mm. it. I said, I looked at it. I saw the F and she told me, she was like, you were so close. And I was like, yeah, if you had gave me an extension, I would have been able to do it. And she was like, I can't. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Mm. I look, I saw the F, I closed my laptop, got off my bed. I walked into the living room where my mom was. I plopped my ass on the couch right next to her. And she probably thought I was going to be annoying. Nope. She was on the phone. I said, I'm not going back to college. Got up. She looked at me like I was crazy, but, and then after that, I said, I'm not. And then I got up, went back to my room, started watching TV. Haven't been back. Hmm. Yeah. And then a year later, I moved out. So that's what I would tell my 18 year old self. I think mainly calm the fuck down. Yeah. (laughs) I think Mm -hmm. you're doing good right now. I hope so. This shit's stressful. I think what I would tell my 18 year old self. Um, I, for context, um, I had a really, really, really bad childhood. Um, and I only in the last like five years or so, like started, like, I, like, like what happened with you, I had a breakdown and all of my repressed memories came back and like, I actually had a mental breakdown. Um, and so when I was that age from the time I was maybe 15 to when I graduated at 17 I was looking for ways to get emancipated and like I was just trying to get out of the situation I was in Mm. um so like the day after I graduated high school I took off I was gone I was done (laughs) and then I met someone and married him uh, like a month later when I was 18 And so I think what I would want to say to my 18-year-old self is just that I'm I'm proud of you for for fighting and for pushing through and for doing all the things that you did for your siblings. Um and it's it was all worth it and you you do find happiness and you do find healing so just just keep pushing through that's all i would really say i'm proud of mira i'm proud of you mira i'm proud of 18 year old mira i'm proud of yeah 18 18 year old mira was stupid though <laughs> i mean 
I was who really mean back then. I was angry. I was angry at the world. I was Which so, makes sense. I mean, it's not, you know, I like, was in a really dark place back then. As a person, like I when I was able to find healing and like look at myself and say, This isn't who you are. It's your reaction to mm-hmm. how you've been treated. Exactly. So once I actually came to terms with that and actually like discovered who I am as a person and like found my coping mechanisms and all of that stuff, like mm. I, I'm a totally different person. Yeah, of <laughs> and course. I, and it's not a bad thing. It's just, I found myself, mm-hmm. which is not everybody who comes from trauma is mm-hmm. able to find themselves. Yeah. So I know exactly how you feel it honestly it took me like just casually telling stories because I really just I didn't realize what I was going through as a kid Mm. was bad until I was just until I took a couple psychology classes until Mm. you know I started learning in college and I'm like oh and then having conversations with my friends and then they look at me and they're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, how the fuck? How are, what? How are you just so nonchalant about this? I was like, is that bad? And they're like, yes! And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so, I know what you mean. So you're just, it's just, it's it's definitely something my mom won't admit, but it's definitely something that I'm just like, yeah, I went through that. Yeah, mom, and some... I can- moms have selective memories but I'm definitely proud of 18 year old Mira because if 18 year 18 year old Mira didn't make it I wouldn't have 20 25 year old Mira thank you we're gonna, we're gonna yeah yo wait <laughs> I was really when I was thinking of being like I'm proud of 18 year old Mira and I'm also proud of I was literally gonna be like 25 year old Mira <laughs> Our brains, our brains, our minds are connected. We here at the K-pop wind down. We have one single brain cell, and Mira, Mira has every other brain cell, but me and Niche split the other, split the single brain cell. That's true. But but yeah, if, I am if, proud of eighteen-year-olds Eden and Mira, and I am proud of Eden and Mira of twenty twenty-two. And, and we're proud of, of you. You're proud of you. Thank you. I'm extremely proud of 18 year old me. I would not be. I I don't know. I coming oh, to a whole weird. entire different country, having to learn a whole new language. That's like that. Amazing. Like, I was friends with like people who were like in ESL because mm-hmm. you know they didn't they didn't really speak English, so they had to learn English while they were at school. Mm-hmm. And with and like you know they would tell me be like yeah no my whole family's from like El Salvador like and like you know we're struggling right now and it's really hard to like really communicate with people because like some people will get like upset with you because of your accent or because you're not understanding as quickly. So like I think I think for me I I kind of already knew English I just didn't you know talk with it talk it a lot but I had an accent but I think growing up I didn't think I had an accent and then I moved here and I just 
went through some situations where people were just mean. And I'm like, first of all, I'm 18. Like, why are you acting like you're in elementary school? But I didn't understand, you know, I was just like, oh, I guess I have to be better in English. Um, now, the Nicole right now, it's like, no, like, this is my English. This is my accent. I'm not bad. I know grammar. You know, like, it's not, I, you know what I mean? Like, I just have an accent. It's fine. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think I'm proud of you guys. So I am. I'm, I'm very proud of the both of you. To the people who can relate. We are proud of 18-year-old you. because exactly. And if you're 18 right now, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> calm down. Calm down. It, it will be okay. Like my ex-husband used to say, <laughs> it might be for now, but it won't be forever. It might exactly. be for now, but it won't be forever? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a good saying. What I've always told myself when I'm going through a really like low time in my life where things mm-hmm. seem really stressed out or really hard. I'll tell myself it might be for now, but it won't be forever. I like that. I at least it left you like with something. Thank good. you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he was twelve years older than me. Mm. <laughs> what? I, mean, I was about to ask. I was about to ask, do we hate him? And then you said that, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't hate him. He's mentally still eighteen. That's that's his that's my that's his deal. It's a lot of men but yeah. are. Um, but yeah, so this this song. <laughs> yeah, let's um, talk about. I mean, let, yeah, let's talk about the song. I mean, I appreciate that he was so open and vulnerable mm, to vulnerable. even make something like this, release something like this. The fact that it allowed us to have this conversation. The fact that he took the introspective route and said. I want to talk about, like, I want to tell myself at 18, this is, we're going to get through this together. Um, And it's just, I just think this is such a beautiful song. Musically, it's a beautiful song. Lyrically, it's a beautiful song. I love how throughout the song, he says, I would never see the end of my world with you, which is how he was thinking at 18. And then he tells his 18 year old self, I would love to watch the end of my world with you. And it's like, mm-hmm. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I got chills when you said it. I was like, ooh. And it's just, it's so beautiful. And then like the way that the music, like the instrumental, mm-hmm. it starts out very kind of downtrodden and very like melancholy. And then towards the end of the song with the building and the background vocals, um, and the changing of the chords, it sounds very hopeful. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very interesting to see how it switches from that anxious 18-year-old scared of the world to him speaking to his 18-year-old self at 30. Mm-hmm. We're going to, we got through this, we're in this together. You're going to succeed. Here's my message to Key, and then I'm going to go into our thing. Thank you for this album. And um, it definitely showcased who you are as Key, the solo artist, Key member of Shiny, and mm-hmm. Kim Kibom, the I second, the second meaning, the second Kim Kibom to come into SM Entertainment, the first being <laughs> the one in Super Junior. <laughs> Why y'all got the same name? <laughs> 
y'all just happen to have the same name. It's crazy. But um, thank you for this album. Um, it it definitely showcased who you are, and I am very excited for everything that comes after Bad Love because I know it's going to be amazing, and I know it's going to come out of your little twisted mind. <laughs> Perfect twisted mind. Lord knows what goes on in there, but everything that comes out of it is genius. <laughs> so, yeah. Mira, do you want to thank Cubone? Yeah. Thank you Go. for being you. You're my favorite chicken. <laughs> I just think it's really funny how this album <laughs> is set up because you end it with 18. And then if you have it on, like, just restart, or mm-hmm. if you're listening to the CD, it just automatically goes back to bad love. So, like, 18 ends, and you're like, oh, so and then soft. Like- and then you It's true. And then you go back yeah. and hate that, and you're like, uh, okay, intermission. Yeah. But um, yeah, so this has been the K-Pop I Know episode 14, the key slash bad love episode, key part one. Um, hopefully we get to see, hopefully we get the this episode out on Sunday. Um, wait, it is Sunday. Hopefully the episode is out today. Um, but yeah, I'm eating. Wait! It'll, it'll oh be my a God. Sunday, not necessarily this a Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> well, probably not this Sunday. I don't know me doing anything. It'll but be Sunday. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully we get it out in january so we can do the one for february (laughs) so yeah it's gonna be the first outro of the year y'all so i'm eden i'm me and i'm mira and this has been the k-pop why now bye bye